This episode was originally recorded in early 2022. Welcome back to the OCPHA podcast. My name is Dr. Mary No, co-chair for the Digital Outreach Committee of OCPHA, alongside Dr. Tony Dow, who is the main host of the podcast series you see here. I will be hosting today's episode with my special guest, Melanie Tran, who is also a final year student at my alma mater, Chapman University. She has done a rotation in the fall with CPHA and today is here to share her experiences there and also in school. Um, so Melanie, to start off, would you be able to tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, Mary. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Um, I just want to say I'm a huge fan of the show. I draw a lot of motivation from this podcast, so it's really an honor to be here. Um, but it's nice to uh, be talking with you guys. Uh, a little bit about myself. I'm a couple of months away from my PharmD at Chapman University School of Pharmacy in Irvine. Um, I did my undergraduate studies at Chapman as well in pre-pharmacy, so I've always kind of known I wanted to be a pharmacist. Um, during pharmacy school, I worked in a variety of outpatient and closed-door pharmacy practice settings. Um, I did my capstone research on drug delivery and triple negative breast cancer, which was very exciting. I was mainly involved with the California and American Pharmacy Associations, where I served in various student leadership positions. I was a board of director for CPHA and our chapter vice president of CPHA from 2020 to 2021. And throughout the three years, I got exponentially involved with advocacy, legislation, and pharmacy leadership, which led me to an appy rotation at the CPHA headquarters in Sacramento. Um, outside of pharmacy, I love to make art and cook. <laughs> Thanks, Melanie, for sharing. And it, it sounds like you've gotten very involved throughout school and um, just being able to like be involved in advocacy efforts that both APHA and um, California Pharmacists Association has had is really, it really brings like a lot of perspective, especially when going into practice. My, my question to you next is why did you decide on pharmacy as a career path? Well, growing up, I loved biology and chemistry. I was really good at it and was fascinated by the science of our bodies. And um, at my high school, we had a pharmacy technician program. So I got to take that as an elective. Um, and a recruiter from Chapman came to speak at this class. So I decided to apply to their program. And as I progressed through the curriculum, I was captivated by the way drugs impacted our bodies and what our bodies do to the drug, which I learned to be pharmacodynamics and pharmacokinetics. Um, I kind of never looked back and the rest is history. That's really good. So your time with CPHA, would you be able to tell me more about your rotation, like your tasks and roles and day to day? Yes, my rotation at CPHA was amazing. I had an incredible time. Um, I got to move from the OC to Sacramento and experience being in our state capital. Going in, I had zero knowledge of what happens in association management or behind the doors of our legislative advocacy. So when I first started the rotation, I met with each department to understand their functional area. Um, and it was a big variety, and that included marketing, regulatory affairs, education, finance, corporate relations, um, lobby our lobbyists, communications, 
CEO and so on. Um, and every Tuesday we had an all staff meeting where everyone from the team brought updates and concerns to the table. Um, so it was really neat to see a very interprofessional team tackle challenges together, ranging from Senate bills, courting House of Delegates, membership and more. So uh, they really involved me in their discussion. Um, they asked for a lot of my perspective or if I could help them on a project. Uh, Susan Bonilla, our CEO, wanted to jump on some grant proposals. So I mostly helped with that. Rajan, our VP of Professional Development, and my preceptor at the time wanted me to help coordinate the House of Delegates, a really big policy conference that occurs in the fall. So I helped uh, in this area as well. I had gone to House of Delegates for two years prior as a delegate, but had no idea how much organization went behind um, putting together a statewide conference. So <laughs> there were many committees to be set up, memberships to be renewed, people to meet. Um, this became a really big part of my daily tasks, um, alongside visiting pharmacy school chapters, viewing assembly floor votings, for example, collecting insight on our education programs and more. It was a lot of chaotic fun, but I had a great time celebrating after with our trustees and staff. I mean, this is not an ad, but CPHA was one of the best appies I had. I highly recommend students to apply if they are looking for more of a unique and non-traditional rotation. Melanie, any projects or tasks that you're proud of, whether in your time at CPHA for Appy or your leadership experience while in your APHA school chapter? Yeah, I'm really proud of my vaccine public education grant proposal that I worked on for CPHA during my Appy. Um, it was a Barclay Gill seed grant for $10,000 to be put towards our association efforts to um, essentially educate and uh, educate the public through our pharmacy profession. Um, as we all know, we are the most accessible healthcare provider to the public. And so this funding was integral in ensuring our community was safe and vaccinated during the COVID pandemic. Um, as we all know, it has been a really hard last couple of years, um, ex especially with the vaccine misinformation amongst Orange County. I mean, two of my closest friends in OC at the time became anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorists. So this project was really important to me. Um, it meant a lot that we could effectively communicate with Californians on COVID misinformation and how to um, access reliable health care and education, especially through social media. Social media is key in this, um, what's key in this project. So having to brainstorm the proposal um, and putting the pieces together from scratch taught me the importance of outlining a really big project um, I mean, I, I think it was like 16 pages long or something, but wow. <laughs> I, had to, I had to take it piece by piece. Um, and I had a lot of insight from our marketing and political experts from CPHA about how to reach certain groups. Um, and even after this grant proposal project, I come across ads about COVID vaccine education from CPHA. So it's exciting to see my work going a long way. That's really good. And I agree on the point where you were talking about social media. It's, I think with like advocacy, like a lot of people are on like their phones nowadays. And when they finally see something that's like, that kind of like sparks like change or interest, like, you know, seeing like all these like new, like potential like changes in like the legislative side of pharmacy right. is something that kind of like sparks like, you know, potential like, like further discussion on like what's going on and whether or not like, 
it has like full support or there's like some type of like talk behind that. But like, thank you for sharing that. That's really good. And like, just hearing how like, like all the work that's involved in just putting together like the House of Delegates, that's, yeah, that's a lot of like balancing in terms of like, you know, when it comes to like, you know, making sure that you do all your tasks and whatnot. And um, you're working with so many different other like professionals, like, you know, like Dr. Rajan Vajia and um, CEO Susan Bonilla, Bonilla that like, are like big like figures in like CPHA or CPHA too, actually. Um, so like being able to kind of learn about like your projects and tasks, especially like putting together like House of Delegates and working with all these committees, it definitely like, is an experience for you to build on like your leadership and like your, like your work skills and working as a team. Um, so that kind of answers my next question, <laughs> but I am curious to know after all the appies are done, after graduation has taken place, where are you going next? Um, I'll be starting a two year postdoctoral fellowship in oncology medical affairs this July in San Francisco at AbbVie, which I am very excited to start my new life in NorCal. Definitely a little different from being in the OC, <laughs> but working in pharma has been my dream. So I'm extremely grateful for the opportunities and all the big mentors who have helped me get there. That's really good. Uh, wait, so this this fellowship, is it like in clinical development, medical affairs? Sorry, I couldn't catch that. Uh, yeah, it's in oncology medical affairs. So uh, I see. In the fellowship, there's going to be three rotations that um, I get to work in, and in the end, I in the end, the third rotation is what I want to um, hone in my concentration on. So it's a it's a variety of medical affairs. That's really good. Like with medical affairs, I can see I can see them in like a number of roles out there. Uh, and you know, I think going into this path, like, and given that, like, you know, you have like that leadership capability, your teamwork capability, and you're very well spoken. Like, given like that like I, I think you definitely have like what it takes to eventually become that like medical affairs like specialist later on especially once like you're out of like your two-year fellowship I think a fellowship after especially I went through the Chapman program which is an accelerated I mean you know we both went through the accelerated yeah. program so I think a fellowship is perfect to develop on that compensatory skill set having graduated from an accelerated program it really gives you that that specialty training that we need. Yeah, like with with Chapman, like it's got like that five year fast track from like high school to farm D and like kind of like the habits. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, like even after school, a lot of like the like habits of kind of like taking like a proactive like initiative and like certain tasks definitely like carry on even after graduation can confess. Um, yeah. So I guess my advice my my next question is really what advice you would want to share with current pharmacy students as they pave their own path towards graduation. Don't let don't let studying get in the way of your education. Um, like if you think about it, the biggest school you will ever attend is your life, and at some point you might feel burnout from the tough curriculum, and that is completely normal. Pharmacy school is not the easiest thing in the world. <laughs> But while you're chasing a good grade, be sure to chase what makes you happy. Like there is no need to get caught up in your grades. It won't really like determine the rest of your life. Unless you fail, then that's a problem. <laughs> but let's not do that. You know, I was never Rokai or PLS or any quote trademarks that make you a quote like good student. But I am a good student because I don't just learn from school. I'm learning from everything else too. 
You know what I mean? I hope that made sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I think it definitely makes sense because the thing is, like, grades are one thing, but then when it comes to, like, you know, like these, so- like, these soft skills when it comes to, like, leadership, organization, teamwork, like, I think those are, like, especially important, like, interprofessional, inter- like, personal communication skills. Like, I think those are, like, extremely important that, like, grades, I, I, I think it's kind of personally, like, I think like hard to kind of grade that it's more so something that kind of builds over time. And like with grades, it's like, yes, you know, like your clinical skills, but are you able to convey them in the manner of like to patients? Like, I think that's what the saying is, is they don't care how much, you know, but they want to know how much you care. Right. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I mean, there's, there's so many things that you can learn like outside of pharmacy school, that's going to make you an amazing pharmacist. And I think like we need to remember to keep learning from those things Um, and also developing a sense of self-awareness and where is the next place you want to go. Like if you want to get somewhere in your career, you can literally follow people who are there. Like LinkedIn is a huge game changer and gives you access to so much information. So I would say utilize this public information and chase after your dream career. Like go to conferences, get people's phone numbers, set up Zoom calls, just be personable and like memorable. Yeah, I definitely agree. LinkedIn is like a perfect place, especially to kind of reach like experts far and wide. And like being able to go to like these professional events, like conferences, social like socials and like networking nights, I I think they're very vital. And like being able to have like a open perspective um, is something that's very crucial, especially because pharmacy school, you only have like a limited time until you're finally a pharmacist and you're practicing. Mm -hmm. So like, Melanie, thank you for sharing like these like amazing pieces of advice. So how would someone reach out to you if they had any further questions? Yeah, if you don't have me on social media, you could add me on LinkedIn. Um, it's linkedin.com slash Melanie T. Tran. Thank you, Melanie, for sharing uh, your experiences and giving me a bit of your time today to kind of give like your experiences in CPHA and where your next steps are. And so all all I can say is really good luck on your next path in pharmacy and, you know, keep in touch. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mary. 